Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. You shouldn't be tapping because uh, I haven't muted it. It's not, not muted at all. <laughs> I was doing some finger snaps to get in the groove. You know how I always do my finger snaps. That's how you always do. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, James, total silence, absolute silence. No speaking. <laughs> I will do my fun, we'll do our fun finger snaps. Exactly. Modern day Adam's family in here. Isn't that coming back or whatever? Probably. Maybe it's already in. on a Wednesday Adam's show? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, welcome back everybody to another episode of the Weekly Planet where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. And with me as always is my co-host, Snappity snap, Nick Mason. That's right. Yeah. Bloody, 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 the bloody earth is shaking for bloody news content. It's, you're you're not right, wrong, Mason. Are you talking about because there was, oh, no. <laughs> you know when the drink opens and it doesn't open properly? Yeah, yeah. Fuck. You could attack it with something sharp. This he's doing it. He's, he's opening. Wow, look, I was worried that we wouldn't have any content to start the show, but James is smashing open a can of kombucha using a, like a USB cable. And it worked. Wow, he's, yeah. You're a real modern day Neanderthal, James. In a way, yeah. I am. Um, I'm, I think of what every modern man aspires to be: masculine. That's true. Just grunting Strong, and smashing. Grunting and smashing. You know what I mean? Uh, we had an earthquake in Melbourne. Is we the, did. The, yeah. uh, how did you? How did you? Uh, I was asleep um, <laughs> and um, it woke me up, and I'm like, oh, very inconvenient, and all yeah. that. And yeah. uh, it was fine. What about you? I was awake but in bed, and it was the place was shaking, and I'm like, "Is this a bloody, uh, is this bloody workman downstairs? What's going on?" And then it just kept going, and like stuff started shaking all about me, and I'm like, "I got to get down to this party that's happening." You thought? <laughs> I'm like, uh, I, and then it stopped, and I'm like, hmm, ultimately, my response to an earthquake is to do nothing, <laughs> just just let it ride out, and hope I don't get crushed by anything. But anyway, James, my bloody, my bloody, yeah. my bloody, my bloody place looks like a bomb hit it. So no change there, then. Am I right? <laughs> Bloody zero dollars worth of damage, am I right? Because <laughs> he lives in a, in a rat's nest, this guy. <laughs> Just a pile of broken sticks and rags that he lives in. <laughs> anyway, uh, this anyway, week. Anyway, that happened. And yeah. uh, now, look, it was, a, it was a struggle between talking about that today or talking about, like, bloody footy finals fever. Footy finals fever? We both have footy finals fever That's currently. True. Do you have footy finals fever? Yeah. I think that might be regular fever. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm bleeding from my ears. Is that yeah. footy yeah, that, finals no, that's fever? Yeah, that's footy finals fever. Footy finals yeah. fever, yeah. Right, yeah. 
So this week we're talking about the return of Fantastic Beasts, some stuff coming to Disney Plus, some Marvel Disney uh, kind of suing situations. Oh, uh, they're some, suing each other. They're suing each other. Nice, Marvel and good. Disney, Finally, yep. <laughs> finally, and then we get to pick up the pieces. That's right. Uh, Roll Dahl news. A look, a quick look at Peacemaker and some other trailers. Uh, Batman Day happened, and oh. one thing I want to mention. And Batman had Footy Finals Fever. Yeah, footy is, Finals Fever, yeah. a potential other Supergirl show. Uh, Doctor Who news, Super Mario Dr. Brothers Hughes, news, please. Doctor Hughes, Super Mario Brothers news in oh terms of the movie. Yeah, some other stuff related to that. Uh, what else we got? The here? guy from Sex and the City died. Oh yeah, he did die. Mm. What's his name? His name in the show was something, and yep. his name in real life was, oh, it was also something. I had it yesterday as well. I'm like, oh, it's so sad that that yeah, guy died. I like that guy. He did. Uh, he did um, finish his role in the new series. Ah, okay. So that's good, I guess, if you're a mm. big fan of. That series, his name is, here we go. Why is Vince Vaughn in the cast ahead of this on, since Vaughn even in Sex and the City? I guess he is. His name is uh, Willie Garson. Mm. Yeah, he played Stanford. So, Stanford, there boo, we that's yeah. no good. That's no good. bad news. Ah, oh, but good news, James. Mm. I don't know why I mentioned Oh, that. and then we do Star Wars Visions and also Star Wars Controversy this week. Oh, is there? You see one of the editors of Star Wars was Oh, like, I did see that. These are bullshit. Well, you're not just the editor. We'll talk about okay, it. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, below. fun segue from mm. death. Ah. Uh, to life, yeah. Life that is podcasting. Uh, I was on an episode of Total Reboot. I, I listened followed, to it. Followed in your footsteps. Yeah. Uh, they, they were doing a little mini series on man versus machine. So you did an episode about the Terminator. I did. I did an episode about RoboCop. Had a grand time. Bitter comic book rivals, but not in the movies. Yeah. They, they can't cross. Can't cross for legal reasons. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, and yeah, people should check it out. We we had a lot of fun both those episodes. Yeah. Good fun. They're funny boys. They know what they're talking about, which yeah. is really good. They're just great. Yeah. And that was really like Zoom podcasts are hard to do, but. That was a good one. I enjoyed. I enjoyed yeah. that one thoroughly. I learned a little yeah. bit of, of a lesson about Zoom podcasts and life. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but also, if you want to check them out, they also did an episode on two thousand one: A Space Odyssey. Yes. they did an ep- they did a series recently on food on film, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they talked about Chef, and they talked about that Bradley Cooper vanity project Burn. Oh uh, yeah, I still haven't seen that Burn. Burnt. Burnt notice. Burnt notice. <laughs> He's like, right, that's yeah. exactly right. Oh, burnt notice gets a mention in your, uh, yeah, in your podcast yeah. as well. Yeah. So I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. They're good fun and know what they're talking about. And you were there too. So that's yeah. great. I had to lift my game because on this podcast, I'm some, just like, you, you whatever, some, man. You, you thought about some shot composition. And I had a fun Zoom background, which you didn't see. I didn't see that. Zoom. Did they mention it? No, it was, oh. it was an, an off air joke just for the, just for my, oh, yeah, 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 just, for my just for my real yeah. pals. That's true. Speaking of an, it was, off- a, it was my weird Robocop collector cards. Oh, like yeah. one of one of the guy being melted by the toxic yeah, waste, yeah, and then yeah. the one of um, Murphy getting his arm shot off. <laughs> For kids. For kids. For kids. For kids. Kids love that. Yeah. Um, also, just quickly, we did a Daredevil 2003 commentary yeah. for the extended cut. That's yeah. at BigSandwich.co. Um, it's there if you want to check it out. If you want yeah, to sign yeah. up, there's a bunch of commentaries and bonus podcasts. It's and we had a, we had a real fun, positive time, and then we clicked stop. And then you went to find it on the computer and you're like, boy, did this not record? It doesn't seem to be here. And we're like, ooh. But then it was there. Then it, it just appeared. There. I don't yeah. know what happened. Yeah. Now, you're probably very excited for this. The next Fantastic Beasts movie is called Fantastic Beasts, but in very small text. And then in big text. <laughs> How are we going to sell this to people who don't like Fantastic Beasts? Exactly. The secrets of Dumbledore? <laughs> what are his secrets? Great question. What's under that robe? <laughs> Just the suit he wears in the previous movie, maybe. Okay. And then dick and balls. You go deeper. <laughs> you go deeper. Is he gonna? Is he gonna switch? Is there gonna be a moment in this movie where he's like, "I've given up." Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. I don't. It's too tight. This suit's mm. too tight. I had. I commented on Twitter that I'm like, I need to know the explanation of why he was like Jude Law, and then mm. why he's like Michael Gambon. And people are like, well, you know, people age or whatever. I'm like, it's not the age. Mm. It's the 
It's the style. Why does switch. he look like this? Right? Yeah. Like I know, I know he's older. Like yeah. I, he's like 150 years old or whatever the uh-huh. fuck he is. But like, that's so wild. Yeah. Also, we've seen flashbacks, and he doesn't. He's not doesn't dress like that. He just wears his wizarding robes, and they're horrible. He wears horrible robes. <laughs> they're unflattering. It's not that they're. It's not even that they're wizarding robes. They're just unflattering robes. Yeah. Do you think maybe maybe he went to a costume party mm. as like a like a stereotypical wizard? He's like, oh, look at this. Isn't this, isn't this funny? Isn't this funny? And people are like that really suits you, and he's yeah. like, and I'm comfy. <laughs> That's good. I'm gonna give up. Yeah. <laughs> Care anymore? Had enough. Yeah. I don't anyway, know. I just. You know, often, oftentimes we're like, we don't need to see the origin of the whatever or the vest or the blaster. No, this is or a, the name Solo. This is the exception. Yeah, to we that want role. to know. We want to know in very, very specific detail. We want to know why mm. he switched over. I maybe want to see a movie where maybe he changes. Yeah, maybe like one day he's like, I'm not wearing my jacket today. I'm going to wear a row like a, yeah. like a like a dressing gown over the top of that. That'd be more comfortable. I also, he does it in stages. Exactly. Uh, I also think Dumbledore should be in jail because I think he might have killed his sister and he used Harry Potter to like. Slaughter him. He basically raised Harry Potter to be <laughs> to be murdered by Voldemort and whatever. I oh, for the great child endangerment. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Child endangerment in general. Maybe check out the big snake that lives under your school, mate. Maybe. If I was a teacher yes. and I and there was a big snake under the school, I I mean under my classroom specifically, yeah. and I knew something was up and students were being murdered, mm-hmm. I would probably be in trouble. You know, James. <laughs> With the with the lens of an adult, like what r- watching these movies, maybe reading the books or whatever, a lot of this stuff doesn't stack up. Logically yeah, speaking, that's right. I don't. I don't know if I'm the first person to say that. But, you uh, might be. You might be. Yeah, I don't know. If, a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff's bad and weird. And and why do you why do you even learn magic if you go out and you don't use it when you're an adult? I don't understand. <laughs> you just become an accountant or just whatever. Become a magic accountant. <laughs> seems boring. It does seem boring. We'll talk about. Or is it. the idea the perspective? Like when you is the idea that like. Is it from the perspective of the kids and when you look at adults, they're all doing boring stuff, but in reality they're doing exciting stuff? Is maybe that it? Oh, the exciting stuff they're doing is like rule-breaking stuff, though. Yeah. Like their jobs are no good. Yeah, that's true. Like, they'll, like one of them's like, I work at Muggle Affairs. And it's like, great, man. So you speak to like regular people. So like I do. It's really, <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, people ask, when are you going to do the next Harry Potter? Um, We've got two left. Two right? left. We'll, we'll do it sometime between now and... Probably the first trailer will probably tune and and the secrets of Dumbledore. Is that what it's called? I've already forgot. Yeah, secrets of Dumbledore. I knew it. What are we? What was big text? So you know, are they doing the Wizarding War? They should have just called these the Wizarding War movies. Wizard War. But then people will be like, "But is Dumbledore involved?" Yes. Yeah. He was. He defeats defeats Grindelwald. Do you reckon they would do like a? um, Do you reckon they would do like a get some of the Harry Potter characters like they do a time travel thing or whatever? And they fight in the war? Definitely not. You don't think they would? I, I mean, would yes, but I don't think they will. But they I think they're going to – because the next the, – the sequels, yep. which they will make, mm-hmm. that's time travel and whatever. I don't know if you've ever seen it. But, um, oh, the, the, curse, the Cursed Child. Yeah, okay, it's right, right, right. And then they're, bore, and they're boring. Shit. They're boring. No, it's, I think it's a solid – the characters are boring. I mean, yeah, because Harry <laughs> Potter's like a cop yeah. and <laughs> Hermione – Maybe works at a bank. I don't know. No, it's Magic Bank. <laughs> magic Bank. I, I don't. A bank. I, I don't think she works at a bank. I can't remember. Okay, anyway, anyway. Well, wouldn't that be cool? You get the. I mean, I don't know if it would be cool. Yeah. But I mean, what if you were like, okay, the reason I, the reason I Dumbledore, you know, encouraged these kids to learn and whatever, because I knew that they would come back in time and. and oh yeah, that, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not against it. Yeah. Because they have the time turner thing, right? Yeah. The time turners are only supposed to work to a certain something something, ah. but some don't. So they definitely can't take you back to World War Two. I I don't want to spoil anything, but maybe they can. Can they take you back to the sweet times 
Everything is going to be alright. Yes, they can take you back to that. Definitely can. Uh, anyway, that date has also been moved up, Mason. Ooh. I know you were, you'd already cleared your July calendar, had. but you're going to have to fill a bunch of stuff in there Ugh. because it's moved from that to April 15th of 2022. Wow. Secrets of Dumbledore. Wow. What are his secrets? What are all these secrets? Maybe one of the secrets should be he just tells everybody he's gay instead of like everything but the actual source material. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like they won't say it in the movie, mm-hmm. but just like everything else is like, no, nah, he definitely is. Sure. Just say it. Make him kiss somebody on screen. Let's make, see it. Make him do it. Make wow. him do it. Wow. I mean, that's it a... just pulls back. <laughs> the scene pulls back and you can. it's just bits of set. And the director's like, do it. Do it. And they bring in like a shop steward from a, from a carpenter's union or something like that. He comes in and he's like. <laughs> yeah, I, I just think, why are they dancing around it? I just, I mean, I know why. I know, you know why, because yeah. they can't, yeah. Because they're cowards. They're absolute cowards. Yeah. Uh, Disney Plus Day, Mason. I know you've cleared your calendar on November 12th. So there's a bunch of things coming. I'm going to name some things and stop me when you think any of these are exciting. Okay. Uh, a, spe- a special celebrating the Marvel Cinematic Universe on Disney Plus with an exciting look towards the future. I'll stop there. You said exciting. Yeah. And therefore, yep. Yep. Right. Good. Excellent. Good, 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 uh, good. Jungle Cruise. Not exciting. What about this? No, I've got one for you. I've got one for you. Well, so that's already available. No, but it's free now. James. Yep. James, James. Yes. You've nailed it. <laughs> Uh, the new Disney Plus original movie, Sweet Home, Al- uh, Sweet Home, Home Sweet Home Alone, a reimagining of the popular holiday franchise. Huh. Home Sweet Home Alone. Home Sweet Alabama Home Alone. I think it's Rob. The Rock. No, what's The Rock is Kevin what's McAllister. What's the dude in, he's in some Fast and the Furious movies that he's in. Vin Diesel. No, he, and he hates his wife in the show he hates with Sharon Horgan. Oh, uh, Rob Delaney. Rob Delaney's in it. Wow. Yeah. Okay, I like him. Yeah, so there you As go. As the kid. As the little yeah, boy. Yeah, he's a little boy. Okay, he's great. He's a little boy with a giant They're going to use the Deadpool technology to make him a little Exactly. Little That's got Aisling B. Yep. It's Carol, the mum, I assume. No, is she? Ali Kemper is in it. Okay. Pete Holmes is in it. It's a good cast. Keenan I mean, Michael Key, Chris okay. Parnell. This is good. And the kid is Archie Yates. Okay. Are they all in the same family? Andy Daly? I don't, I don't know. That's a great cast. All right. Um, here's the thing. Sounds great. Great cast. Don't know if it'll be any good. Yeah, exactly. Maybe it's a different perspective. Maybe it's the perspective of the adults just panicking for days because yeah. they're like, we left a kid somewhere. Yep. We don't know where the kid is. And they get back and he's dead because he's a kid. Yeah. And that's what would happen. Yeah. Uh, and what about this one? Uh, a new short from The Simpsons that pays tribute to Disney Plus's marquee brands. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> You're not a fan? Yucko. What about this one? Uh, Shang-Chi. Yeah. Yeah. Is that going to be premium access before that, though? I I don't know. They haven't clarified this because it's supposed to be out. You can buy it 45 days after, which would make it mid-October, yeah. which is what I was hoping for. Same. And if that doesn't happen, yeah. then it will be available on November 12th. But hopefully we should be out of lockdown by then and we'll be able to see it at cinema. Yeah, regardless. cinemas are reopening in Melbourne like at least. 26th. 26th of October, yeah. yeah. So. We'll see, maybe. Well, we will see, won't it's we? It's a pretty long two-week lockdown, Mason, am I right? <laughs> they initially said two weeks and now it's been 100 weeks or whatever. Yeah. I love it. This, I don't love it, and I I question your mental state. That's why you're in the city it. at the shrine. Is that, <laughs> yeah. is that you? Yeah, yeah, that was me. There's a local reference that maybe made international news. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. Uh, here we go. This is also in relation to Disney Marvel because they've decided that the works of Iron Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Hawkeye, and Black Widow, the ownership 
yes. might be in jeopardy. Have you seen this? I'm just going to read this article oh. from The Hollywood Reporter because it's just it's just. Did easier. you include Spider-Man there? Uh, that... I think, yes, he is in here, yes. Okay. So, the ship could be in jeopardy. Well, it, it, it won't be, but I'll just explain yeah, no, what's going yeah, yeah, yeah. on. So Disney's Marvel... This is clickbait and we're indulging the clickbait. Correct. Okay, great. Disney's Marvel unit is suing to hold on to full, contr- to full control sorry, of Avengers characters, including Iron Man, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man, Hawkeye, Black Widow, Falcon, Thor, and others. So who is suing? Disney. Ma- Disney Marvel. And who are they suing? Maybe that, you'll that's find, what maybe this we'll is, find out. Okay, cool, great, great, great. <laughs> Doesn't just, say. I'm just clarifying it for the people, n- not me... Yep. People who can't quite follow a sentence. Yes, exactly. You know? <laughs> Not me, though. I can. You seem to understand. Yeah, it. I understand things. The complaints, which The Hollywood Reporter has obtained, come against the, the heirs of mm-hmm. some late comic book geniuses, including Stanley Steve Ditko and Gene Colan. Mm-hmm. The, su- uh, the suit seeks declaratory relief that these blockbuster characters are ineligible for copyright termination as, as works made for hire. If Marvel loses, Disney would have to share ownership of the characters worth billions. So mm-hmm. in August, D- Ditko's estate filed a notice of termination on Spider-Man, which first appeared in the comics in 1962. Yep. So under the termination provisions of the copyright lawsuit, authors and their hair, all their hairs can reclaim rights once granted to publishers after waiting a statutory set period of time. Okay. Basically, these are expiring. So is and it 70 years? How old? Uh, 60 years. Okay, 60, 60 years. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and there is a chance, mm-hmm. albeit a very slim one, yeah. that the if, rights revert. If, for example, the estate of Stanley Steed, Ditko, Gene, Colin, et cetera, can somehow acquire mm. tens to hundreds of millions of dollars to fight a legal battle, yeah. then they can definitely acquire the rights to these characters. But right? even then, I think I think this is just preemptive. This is just in case because, yeah, yeah. because they – own like these will they will work for hire yeah definitely yeah. and marvel owns these brands it could make the argument that they've built these they they, they could and they would yeah they've built these brands up to what they are yeah you know what i mean but it, and again but it is that case of like it's the it's the same it's the same lawsuit that has you know or the same the same the legal superman one the superman one every every pretty much every work for hire comic book yeah deal of like you know well we made this as a throwaway thing or like a you know or even you know it, maybe they you know Made it as a significant, you know, creation, mm. but they 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 sold it work for hire because they never knew that it would become a billion dollar industry. Yes, and exactly. had they known, they might have held out for more money. But yeah. I mean, you know, who's who's to know? But they won't win this. No. Also, they're being preemptively struck. A lot of these people, like they're not with a car. Yeah. Oh no, well, that's what you got to do. Yeah, yeah. business. And business is hitting people with cars. Yeah, Tesla more than anybody knows that. They've gotten the they've gotten the Terminator Three Arnie to like unearth <laughs> like the coffin of like <laughs> Steve Ditko. He's got it on his shoulder. He's just machine gunning people. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm take this. I'm gonna chuck it off a bridge. <laughs> they, that's the power they wield. That's right. These days, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but again, like, and obviously they're thinking like a corporation. The the the, the simplest solution would be to be like. Hey, the estates of Steve Ditko and all these people. Here's yeah. millions of dollars each. But then, I think obviously, that's what it might come down to. Yeah, like an out of court settlement. And of course, but then obviously, everybody from like 1962 onwards who's created anything for mm. Marvel would then go, okay, well, I created this for Marvel, and then it was used on a lunchbox, and then it was used yep. in a and uh, it, it guessed, you know, they made it. The, I, I created the Absorbing Man, and he appeared on one episode of Agents of Shield. It was Shield, in that so. Disney Plus Simpsons special, exactly of the brand marketing synergy <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah, and and I mean, I think probably 
like you know, in a in a just universe, those people should get compensated for I the fact that they agree. got put on a lunchbox or an action figure or a, made an appearance in a TV series mm. or whatever. But obviously, their their idea is like, well, if we do it for these guys, yeah. it, it'll open the floodgates, and then we won't have billions of dollars for our shareholders or whatever. I think there is a chance that they do it for the estates of like Ditko and Stanley because they are the biggest creators. Oh yeah, yeah. But en- but anybody smaller than that. But here's the thing. Uh, also, I wonder if people would go. You know, they could again, like like they attempted to turn the public against Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, I wonder if they'd go well. You know, they they would weigh up the PR costs as well, and I think sure, they might yeah. go well. Stan Lee created a million characters. Steve Ditko created a million characters. But the estates of Stan Lee and Steve Ditko, what did they do? Yeah, like his descendants, like his kids or whatever. What did yeah. they do? Nothing. Yeah, you know. So good point. <laughs> why I'm on the Marvel legal team. So part of me, and I'm just I'm just the guy who's just I'm just asking questions. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, just like devil's advocate. I'm just here in the law, in the in the. I'm just here in the court. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just. Well, I'm just representing the common man. Yeah, Marvel, Disney, <laughs> Disney, Marvel. But I mean, I, I, we knew they were going to do this because it's Disney. Their yeah, whole, of course. their whole deal is has, has shooting been down copyright, shooting down copyright, and extending copyright. Yeah. and using their own, yeah, like using their own IP to extend copyright laws for literally everything, and and getting public domain stuff and using that for free. Yeah. And yeah, you know, exactly. So. so. Business is booming. Yep. Great. <laughs> Good for them. Yeah. I mean, I part so. of me is like, wouldn't it be cool if like these characters went into the public domain and then we could just get an infinite number of whatever. But I then would... but then we get to the but then the, the fear of that is a lot of Sherlock's bad, isn't it? Yeah. Well I was thinking that the other day because you know that Sherlock obviously, but mm. you know, we've been talking about a lot of Bond stuff. Yeah. And I think as we mentioned, you know, um Skyfall this week. Yeah. There's a guy, there's a there was a writer called Kevin McClory and he wrote an original script treatment with Ian Fleming yeah. and then Ian Fleming turned that into a book without his knowledge and so Kevin McClory got the rights to make a Bond movie and he so he just had a he just had the rights to make a Bond movie in his back pocket for decades. Yeah. Like what a what a wild situation. Like imagine if Somebody was like, yeah. And I'm... he did once. Yeah, well he, he, yeah, he, he made he never say never again. He made never say never Well they they got him to we talk about this all the time, but I love talking about it. Mm. They they brought him in as a, as a producer on Thunderball and said, "Okay, we, we'll give you that that role and that you know the the money and the prestige and all that sort of stuff and the experience to make this movie. In any exchange, you can't make your movie for ten years." And I think they were like, "Well, if he gets Thunderball out of his system, he won't want to make Thunderball again because yeah. that was the, the he could only make yes, like a, a movie with those, with those plot elements." And then he just didn't. Like he, he he was like nah spite spite is a very strong yeah. motivator I will make my and movie he had again. Connery who was also filled with spite yeah 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 and they had, there was a movie it was eighty three was it there was competing James yeah, it was Bond Octopussy, movies I think they were yeah. they were competing with but anyway oh. I think it'd be very funny if somebody was just like yeah I wrote two issues of Iron Man in like nineteen sixty four and due <laughs> yeah. to a fun loophole I can actually make my own Iron Man movie yeah but it but it can only be one where he fights Egg Fu. Because <laughs> that's the story I wrote. <laughs> he has to fight Chinese communist villain Egg Fu. It'll do very well in China, though. So I'd imagine it would. Wow. Very, very bad. Yeah, it depends how uh, how the story ends. I'd imagine the egg is beaten. I'd imagine. Oh, like an egg would. Like an egg would. Uh, speaking of estates and such, you brought this to my attention, but Roald Dahl's work has, uh, has made a shift, Mason, the, as I understand it, Netflix has purchased the Roald Dahl's story company in its entirety, mm. like the whole thing. So they get everything, I guess. They would get... Uh, There's some great titles. Yeah, yeah. James and the Giant Peach, the BFG, Charlie's and the Chocolate Factory. Taika Waititi, it says here, according to abc.net.au, yeah. the most reliable source of news in Australia, which is to say, I guess it's 
reliable, probably. <laughs> um, that's the best we can get here. Kiwi director Taika Waititi is already producing a series adaptation of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. The result of a separate licensing deal the two companies signed three years ago was reportedly worth upwards of $500 million. I didn't know that. So what are they doing with Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, sorry? I think that might be separate. Okay. Oh, oh, they made a deal with with Netflix years ago to do that, and now they're like, well, actually, we'll sell you the whole lot so you can have everything. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, the creation of a unique universe across animated and live action films and TV. Do you think they're gonna? Do you think it's gonna be a Roald Dahl cinematic universe? There'll be something like that. Yeah. Do you think they're gonna do new stuff, or do you think they won't risk it? I don't think that. I mean, maybe they'll do, do some new stuff, but it's mostly based on the old properties. It's interesting because Roald Dahl, speaking of James Bond, he wrote um, "You Only Live Twice." Yeah. yeah <laughs> in '67. Yeah. You know what I'd love to see, and they've never done it, um, an adaptation of Boy, which is about Roald Dahl's childhood, and, oh. and then there's another one called Going Solo, which talks about his time in World War II. Huh. And, yes, he's probably anti-Semitic. That is a big part of his history. But they history. will trim that out and they, they won't mention out. it and there will be articles about it and then the director will be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Also, like, I think a lot of that stuff is just like he was racist in the way that everybody was then. Yeah. Not to excuse it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. just like that's just how it was. But People were you, terrible. Exactly. You can't expect a you – can't, you can't always expect a, a historical mm. figure that has become, you know, a, a known figure now to just have, have rejected all the, yeah. the societal, you know – trends at the time and be like it's naive you're being naive i actually i i know i'm going to be a beloved children's author in the future so i'm gonna i'm gonna be like this netflix deal yeah i actually i'm not going to be racist right now (laughs) yeah so there you go i I know i'm very progressive what would you what would you like to see though another chitty chitty bang bang Ah, did you write that was that ian Fleming? maybe i think it was ian Fleming. was it i don't know i closed my tab yeah (laughs) um uh, so there you go. I would, yeah, again, boy going solo. I've always liked Danny, the champion of the world. I love mm-hmm. the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. I don't know what that is. Which is a story about a guy who goes to India to learn a mystical power so he can see through playing cards and cheat at gambling. Huh, that's his whole goal, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but like in doing so, he becomes enlightened and decides to use it for good. Oh, okay. So he travels the world. And he uses like prosthetics, and he just goes to the casino, fleeces them, and then gives the money away to various charities. It's like a reverse James. Yeah, Bond. it's really good. Okay, it's one of my uh, favorite, Ian Fleming uh, did write Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. He did, but I would like go. a gritty reboot of that. Gritty bit, <laughs> gritty, gritty bang, gang Tesla. <laughs> okay, how about this? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang versus Knight Rider. <laughs> sure, that car would kill Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. No, not necessarily. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang's magical. Something. I don't believe you. Okay, great. Uh, did you see any trailers this week, Mason? Uh, there was that one called Finch about Tom Hanks builds a dog. I did see that. Mm. Builds and, a robot for a dog? <laughs> yeah, the dog was already in existence, <laughs> yes. Okay. Post-apocalyptic, Tom yep. Hanks, he's built a robot. Yep. The robot's like, ah, oh, Tom Hanks, pretty all right. And he's like, yeah, oh, I'm, I'm a beloved actor. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because they're like, if, if it feels kind of like they went, okay, we, what about Tom Hanks, post-apocalyptic future, he becomes friends with a dog. Mm. And they're like, not enough. Robot? <laughs> Give him a robot friend. Yeah, absolutely. I'm excited for this. Apple mm. Plus, I always say this. They do some pretty <laughs> Are you a stuff. robot? Because it sounds like you are. You're like, oh, I'm excited for, for my this. first role in cinema. <laughs> some more representation. Yeah, I think it looks good I'm excited and whatever. Apple, again, does good stuff. But there's also a look ahead of what's going coming to HBO Max. And we got some clips of And Just Like That, the Sex and the City um, okay. sequel series. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Mr. Big's going to die. Terrible character. Actually, I'd love a few of those people to die. Not in real life, just to clarify. Mm-hmm. Just a few of those characters just to die because they're mostly yeah, yeah, awful. Yeah. Um, Peacemaker, do you see some clips so of that? Some snippets of Peacemaker. Yeah, we got we got our first look at the Vigilante, who's a yeah. uh, a, a favourite character of mine, although he has a terrible name insofar as uh, 
he's a character called the vigilante in a world where there are hundreds of vigilantes. Yes. Like, try harder, mate. Come on. You're right. What are you doing? Do you think that'll come up? Ah, uh, maybe. It'll yeah. be a meta commentary. I mean, if not, for, there's some free dialogue for you, James Gunn. I mean, I know you've already filmed it, but yeah. maybe just some really bad ADR over the top. <laughs> just take the clip of what I've said. He's probably wearing a mask. You can yeah, say yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's fine. Uh, and also, we haven't seen these yet because they are out. Just they're not out yet as time of recording, but there are going to be trailers for Sandman and Cowboy Bebop for Netflix. Ah, oh, okay, cool. There were some posters though, which we did see. Yeah. And, very interested. I'm going to look up very quickly just to see who else is in Peacemaker. Like, what other characters are in Peacemaker? Uh, it's the crew from the um, well, from the whatever, whatever. Go on. You know, they're in the they're in the like Steve, like King Ag, King Ag, Steve, Steve Ag who played King Shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the body, not the voice. The the and um, Jennifer um something. Nice, great. <laughs> Good stuff. She's on the mic. She's one of the people on the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, the the task force X people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it's interesting. Jennifer just, Holland. There we go. Yeah. Uh, Robert John, Patrick's in John it. John Economos. Robert okay. Patrick. There you go. You like him? Oh, I do like Robert Patrick. There you go. Mm. Peacemaker's father. That's cool. Okay, but as far as costume characters going, we've we've got Peacemaker and the Vigilante. Okay, yes. that's cool. All right. Who? What's the Vigilante's real name? Adrian Chase. I'm going to say, then he's well, there's been a few of them. Freddie Stoma. Looks good to me. Um, yeah, there's been a few. I guess because the, the original The Vigilante was like a Western character. Okay. And I guess there was only one Vigilante then. Only so one Vigilante. Mammoth Gun. Mammoth Gun. For this guy. This, what's interesting also because this Adrian, the Adrian Chase Vigilante is also a guy who's sort of a man out of time because he's like, he's, he was like a lawyer and he's like, oh, these criminals are always getting away because of loopholes and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop that. And it's like. Are they really getting away with, uh, like, I've got to shoot him in the streets because not enough people are being shot in the streets. Like, a lot of people are these days. I don't know. It seems know, that man. way, it doesn't seems, it? Yeah. yeah. So, I, don't know. I don't know how they're going to play that, but cool. Great. <laughs> cool and great. <laughs> cool and great. Did you know it was Batman Day, Mesa? Yes, I did. Uh, and Andy Machete, who's working on the new Flash movie, which is just a Batman movie, posted an image. Did you see it? I did. It was. It was a Batman, like an 89 Batman suit, yep. like the chest piece, spray-painted red, and then it had the flash lightning bolt across it. So many people have speculated, James, mm. and maybe you've got that here, that it might be the Red Death, mm. who is a uh, – there was recently a, a sort of company-wide DC crossover called Dark Knight's Metal and a bunch of spin-offs and stuff like that, whereas a bunch of evil Batman – from various from what's called the dark multiverse, which is mm-hmm. like the upside down version of the regular multiverse, and it's all of them. It's just a bunch of Batman who've gone evil, yeah, and have in a lot of instances have like acquired powers from other characters. Like some they, of them have chains, don't they? Some of them have chains and <laughs> masks, and they look like Judge Judge Death or whatever, and Slipknot and whatever. Slipknot, they look like Slipknot. It's the band <laughs> Slipknot. Um, but yeah, one of them, and a lot of them have sort of acquired powers from other heroes. So like one of them will kill their universe's Green Lantern and get the Green Lantern ring or whatever. So this one clearly, if this is the case, it might be a version who's killed his yeah. Flash, oh, which would be the um, John Wesley ship Flash. Oh no! I know, right? Now you said um, you might have that here in my notes. And yes. I have exactly that. Oh, terrific. Bring, like even word for word, exactly as you said it. And nice. my interruptions were also written here. That's cool, man. Incredible stuff. And we're a good team, I think. In A lot of people say we're a bad team. Who says that? A lot of people that? say. Who says that? A lot of people say we talk over each other. And they don't <laughs> Who spe- says that? They don't specifically say that I'm constantly talking over you when I think of something interesting <laughs> to say. They say we talk Both over each other. Both of us equally. Equally. And so it's not a problem. Okay, That's good. That's what they say. It's tit for tat. Yes. As it were. I get it. I get it. I get it. Good stuff. Uh, what, what, what did you think it was? I don't. I didn't think notes. about it. Okay. I, did, I didn't have any notes. <laughs> it might not be. I mean, it, it could also just be like. The Flash is like, 
Aha, I've sprayed yeah, the suit. It, it, oh, no. Well, exactly. And also it could just be like a, a Michael Keaton Batman. He falls through the time stream and he gets the – Gets some powers. And he gets the, the speed force powers and then he's like, well, I better put a lightning bolt on my chest for some reason. Exactly. Yeah. And he can do it quickly because he's got the speed force powers. Nice. nice. Uh, there we go. Um, Supergirl might be getting a TV series. This is the Sasha uh, Kalei version. Finally. This is the new version which is going to show up in the, in the Flash uh, movie that's just a Batman movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's going to be a substantial amount of Flash in this Flash movie though. Don't you think? Mm, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> just, I just, I just um, had this tab open and I just wanted to read the, the, the headline here. This is from The Guardian regarding Roald Dahl sure. and the acquisition. It said it's, the subject is, the, the title is uh, Netflix Roald Dahl's, Netflix's Roald Dahl universe would be a golden ticket to despair. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's fun. What does that mean, though? I don't know. Let's find out. At this stage, it is abundantly clear that not everyone can pull off a shared universe. Ah, uh, Dark Universe, anyone? Excuse me? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mm. know um, oh, he's mentioned the Dark Universe. Uh, <laughs> he says that the shared universe is a very, very hard thing to make success of. Oh, okay. I think he's suggesting what we've suggested, that maybe there'll be a shared universe, but I don't know yeah. if there will. Anyway, I just, I just think it's just... Uh, and then you have a team up at the end. Yes. And James and the Giant Peach fights Willy Wonka or whatever. And bring down the BFG finally. <laughs> with spears and, and cables and <laughs> crush his head with a big hammer once they've brought him down on the ground. <laughs> I Bam! I couldn't watch that movie, even though apparently it's quite good, the new one. Because the face is so unpleasant of the BFG. No, not even that. I don't like his, and I hate it in the book, I hate his speech pattern. Oh, right, right. It's just, I, I mean, I like the idea and I, li- and I like that book in general, yeah, but yeah. just these very upsetting speech patterns. Mm. Anyway. I think he's the, this, this article is suggesting that if they did a dull universe, if you will, yeah. it would be quite difficult to pull off. The dull universe? But I'm saying, the I don't know if there's any. universe? Dark the Dark Universe. The Dark Universe. Okay, good. We've got it, folks. Okay. I was against it, but now let's make it happen because we've got the Dark Universe. <laughs> Very cool. Normally you come up with the names, but I've come up with the name. Tit for tats. <laughs> it's equal. There we go. Uh, but on the topic of this uh, Supergirl series, oh, yes. the second one, looks like Michael Keaton might play a role. Yes. And according to the hashtag show, the show would delve into Supergirl's origin and both what led her to appearing in The Flash and what comes next. Yeah. What do you think of that? I love it. It's cool. He loves it, everybody. Yeah. Are they setting up Keaton to be like uh, your, your Sam Jackson, Maybe, Nick yeah. Fury guy? That's been the speculation. Yeah, right. Why wouldn't you? Bat- I mean, Affleck's probably not going to do it. That's true. And I'm not going to do it. Yeah. They haven't even asked me. I'll do it if they ask me. <laughs> sure. I'll do it. Yeah. But they haven't asked me yet. Hit me up on it's Patreon. Me- hey, I think, bloody, there's a there's a disaster of epic proportions happening over in that parallel universe. And people are like, who are you? You're like, I'm, I'm, I'm on YouTube. They asked me. Oh, they asked me and I'm on YouTube. <laughs> I've got two plaques. I've got the 100,000 plaque and I've got the million plaque. I haven't, I haven't put in for the million plaque. Oh, my God. Hey, where's your million plaque if you're so... I haven't put in for it. I haven't <laughs> applied. I'm not even verified on I YouTube. Haven't, I haven't even applied for it, Supergirl. Sorry. Whenever I comment on someone else's YouTube channel and it gets noticed... The top comment to me is normally top comment. There's normally not very many, many, but it's just like, why aren't you verified? And I'm like, I've never even looked into it. I don't know how you do it. Yeah, right. Anyway, it's fine, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Are you excited for Doctor Who? No. Let me change your mind. Okay, great. Let me change your mind just now. With a, with a simple sentence. Yes. Here we go. Dark universe. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tie it in all together. Yes. Uh, British properties, you know. Mm. No, Russell T. Davis will return as Doctor Who showrunner in 2022 
taking over from Chris Chib- Chibble- Chibnall. Chris who, Chibnall. Who's doing the current, who will see out the Jodie Whittaker run. Yep, yep. This coincides with the 60th anniversary of the show. And, of course, this is significant because Russell T. Davis is the person who relaunched Modern Doctor Who That's right. in 2005. Mock to Who. Mock to Who, he said. Modern Doctor Who. Uh, and I think this is good news. Um, he's been doing some stuff since then. Did you watch Years and Years, which is about, like, Britain, but no, everything I didn't bad is happening? Yeah, yeah, it was, a, it was sort of like Children of Men, but without the, yeah, it's uh, the very fertility unpleasant. crisis. I saw, the, I saw the trailer and I'm like, is that sci-fi or is it not sci-fi? It looks kind of like sci-fi. Both. I think at the end it gets a bit kind of like... Oh, love overcame and whatever, and I'm yeah, like, right, right. no, that's not what would happen. What's well, bloody bloody? Is that gonna is that gonna uh, fix the bloody the bloody sandwich shortage? Mm. Is it mm. Russell is it? T Davies? Is, is it? it? Is, is it? it? No, no. <laughs> is there a sandwich shortage? Maybe. Oh no, I'll bad. have to check with the rate my takeaway guy <laughs> to see. <laughs> You're a big fan. He would know. He's at the I'm, forefront. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of that guy. Mm. He's just there. He's just. And these are places you'll. He's never... just trying a new thing for. This... He's just trying a new thing for the first time. This is. This is some places like you'll never visit as yeah, well. But it, but it gives you, it's like, what if I did eat a pasta? You don't like that other famous guy who reviews food or whatever? I don't know who that guy is. You know, the guy, he wears a suit and he's like, I don't like that. Hello. <laughs> I'm, eating a, I'm eating a Burger King burger or whatever. Wow. You know that guy? Sounds relatable to me. Fuck's his name. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, he's very popular. Okay. Uh, oh, I like the rate my takeaway guy. I know. I don't, yeah, he's, he's, he's yet to be cancelled. He's a common man. Yeah, I've, I've not looked into <laughs> his backstory enough to know whether he should be cancelled or not. <laughs> And he also did a very. I just send you a screenshot every once in a while. It's you like, do. Hey, yeah. I'm eating chips. I'm eating chips. <laughs> I'm eating a pizza for the first time. I'm eating some big bag of chips out of a <laughs> out of a rolled up newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, he did a. It's very... like he brings his own table. Anyway, <laughs> that's right. He does a very English scandal, which I believe was a Hugh Grant show. Oh yes. So he left in 2009, but he's basically responsible for like the the Eccleston and then the um tenant? the tenant yeah. era, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also of course um Moffat. Uh, did some of the, those episodes in there and then ended up taking over as showrunner. Yeah. But I always I think Russell T. Davis of the modern Doctor Who showrunners, for me, he's my favourite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. maybe it's because it hit at the right time for me yeah. as well. I think also like the, that comp, because, you know, we have made a lot of fun both on the podcast and privately of Stephen Moffat's, uh, a, lot of, a lot of his showrunning yeah. stuff, of how bad we think it is. But or gets, because it's not it initially get, often, Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But like... He he wrote a lot of great standalone episodes. Completely agree. If, if you go, hey, Mon Doctor Who, what's your favorite? People will be like, oh, the one with the angels, the Blink. Yeah, he wrote that. You know so, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think the, their combination of Russell T Davies and, yes. and Stephen Moffat was quite good. Agreed. And I wonder if maybe Moffat will come back and write a couple of episodes. I'd, I'd love. Well, that I don't to know. Be I don't true. know what in, on what circumstances he left yeah. Doctor Who though. So I don't know. Like maybe he won't because people were like your show sucked. But it didn't know. I think he did a lot of good stuff. Like even this like. We won't get into it. I think he... No, like, let's get right into no, it. It's, it's, let's alienate everybody who loves Doctor Who. Doctor Who is hit and miss. No, And no. just some of it is good and some of it isn't, yep. you know? And it's just the it's way true. it is. And it also depends on what you like personally, yeah. you know? But you know what? I like learning. Me too. I wonder... Yes. I like the main character being the best character all the time. Everybody <laughs> loves him. I like that all the time. He's well, always the best. I, w- I wonder if he's going to bring back David Tennant. Why? Oh, because... We can because of time travel, but also he dumped... <laughs> What, are you going to add time travel to this show <laughs> all of a sudden? Ridiculous. But, but he, it goes about learning. He dumped a parallel dimension. It's about learning about Queen Elizabeth or whatever. Exactly. And the Blitz. Mm. But he dumped a human version of the David Tennant Doctor Who in a parallel dimension with oh, Rose. Oh, yeah, right, sure. So he could do that. Yep. Look, they, look, they're probably going to move forward, which is what they probably should do. Yeah. But don't you think that would be cool? It's interesting. Have they 
Because I know, you know, traditionally in the past they've gone like, oh, here's a special and it's the five doctors and they bring back all the, yeah. you know, the the most recent doctors and they all have an adventure together. And they did that with yeah. Tennant and Matt Smith Matt Smith and the, the other guy. And the other, Peter Capaldi was briefly in it. I don't know if he was, but it was um, John Hurt. John Hurt, yeah. yeah he yeah. was the war doctor who they wanted Eccleston, but they couldn't yeah, get yeah. him. Yeah. So I wonder, have, but have they? I like that. But I, they, I don't think they've ever done the doctor... Uh, is replaced and then the then a previous version. No, they haven't done that. But they have done. I think they mentioned in an episode once that tenant re, the tenant version regenerated into himself. Yes, because he was so vain. Yes. So like, you know, but it, there was not it was not on camera, but it was just mentioned. So I wonder yeah. if they might be like, I just yeah, I'm just, I just like this look, so I'm bringing it back. Totally. Again. But I think also like that version, it's got a lot of the most emotionally resident um episodes as well like the rose like the rose relationship with him and yeah, rose yeah, and rose sure. gets lost in the other dimension but again maybe that's just because that was your i don't think it's era. just that i think it's i think there's a reason why maybe it's not as hasn't like it's waned in popularity since in that version yeah, right. not enough david Tennant crying in the rain it's not just that there's other things that are that are but anyway there's a david human Tennant crying in space exactly there's a human version of doctor who out there that they could use yeah. is what i'm saying yeah, sure. and i think they did it on purpose so that if you want to do it when david Tennant is 70 you could because he's aged in real time because yeah, he's right. a man. He's not a wizard. A beast. A beast, yeah. A fantastic beast. Exactly. Yeah. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mason, I know you love Super Mario Brothers, the movie. I'd forgotten about Super Mario Brothers, the movie. We've done a video just on it. Just now, the Super Mario Brothers news. 
Uh, and yes, the Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers news. Oh, yes. Super News Rio Brothers. I've lost it. Uh, it's the little, Super uh, News Rio Brothers. Thank you. Uh, it's time for our new <laughs> ongoing segment. Look, I mean, people know, obviously, we started this podcast mm-hmm. in anticipation of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. It's true. And it's gone on to do moderate things, this podcast. Yeah. And why not? Pivot. We, we need a new goal. We do. Maybe it's the release of this thing, this animated whatever this thing is. <laughs> yes. It'll be a thing for a day. That's right. It finally comes out. There was a Nintendo Direct, as there I was. understand it. Nintendo's I do big, want to talk big about news roundup. Yeah. And LA. And so so let's do Super Newsio Brothers. Correct. It's from Illumination Studios, who did Minions and other things. Okay. It's coming December 2022. And they named a cast. They, they named did. the cast. It's a heck of a cast. It's a big time cast. Do you want me to just go through the names and then we'll uh... save save the big one for the okay. end? Okay, Mister so, Mario Mario himself. Good choice. So Anya Taylor Joy is mm-hmm. playing Princess Peach, which I like. I think that's great sure. casting. Charlie Day is Luigi, which Pretty I good. also like. That's terrific. Good stuff. And she, I can know I know the perfect person to pair with that, and it'd be Danny DeVito as Mario. But we'll save that cast until the end. You can't have Danny DeVito promote this movie in the same way that the person they picked. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Ch- yeah, so Charlie Day, yeah. Jack Black is Bowser. Love it. I love that. Mm-hmm. Keegan-Michael Key is Toad. Okay, yep, great. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I this... don't know much about Toad. I don't know the it's character nothing. of Toad. Doesn't so... matter. Seth Rogen yeah. is Donkey Kong, That's which cool. again I love. But which Donkey Kong, James? Well, it was... Original Donkey no, Kong, who is Cranky Kong. Kevin Michael Richardson is uh, Kamek. Kamek? I don't know that is. Fred Armiston is Cranky Kong. Yeah, right. And Sebastian. Oh, original Donkey Kong. I don't know if anybody knows that. That's right. And Sebastian uh, Maniscalco. Yes. So I've said that wrong. As Spike. Also, Charles Martinet, who voices a bunch of the characters, including Mario, in the games. Mm. He's going to have surprise cameos in the movie. He does It's a Me and the Whatever, the Bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not going with the It's a Me, It's a Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> a Whatever. I don't care anymore. I'm stuck in this butter plant. I don't know. You know. I don't care. I'm in a deeper depression. I don't care anymore. <laughs> it's a Whatever. <laughs> it's a Whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't want to jump on the platforms anymore. <laughs> Oh, maybe I can do it. You can definitely do but, it. Yeah, as, and they haven't cast Mario yet, so no, maybe Mason. I'm in a show. I'm in with a shot. They went in red hot with Christopher Pratt. Oh, Christopher Pratt, Christopher Prattley. Now, on the surface, mm. I hate this. Yeah, mm-hmm. but sure, I understand why they did it. For one, he's he's a name who is famous. That's true. He can promote he's the got movie. That fame name. Yeah, he'll he'll do like a Ryan Reynolds style. Whatever, you know, and he'll promote it very well. And he's done other animated he, stuff. And he's a good voice actor. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's done the Lego movie. Mm-hmm. He's done other voice acting things. I think he was in that one about where I was in my dad's set of legs or whatever. He was in that. Oh, yeah, he was in the set of legs yeah. movie. Yeah, Do yeah, you yeah. think he's going to be doing some of this? Great question. I don't know. I don't think so. Well, so you think but, he's just going to be generic man voice? Probably. But the I thing is as well, like... To be honest, I don't want two hours of, hey, what's going on? Well, like, yeah, I don't want that Because either. here's the thing. So I, I'm not up to date on modern Mario games at all. I'm, yeah. I'm years behind. So Charles Martinet, who does the Mario voice in the games, yeah. and I'm assuming other probably spin-off things, and he probably does a voice he in He does a, Waluigi, I think, and whatever. Yeah. I don't know, but he does a Does he – how much talking does Mario actually do? Not that much. Do, he does yippee, and he does and, – uh, Oh, no. He, I'm so depressed. Yeah. I'm going to let down for a minute just on this <laughs> fire flower. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, but like, how much is that sustainable? Like, I'm sure he's not doing big monologues in the game. That's what that's what I'm talking about. So that's that's just that is what it is. Like, I totally (laughs) get it. So he's done. I'm a hit of the Metal Gear. (laughs) 
<laughs> so he's done Mario. Lu- so the other guy normally does Mario, Luigi, Wario, Waluigi, and Baby Everybody Mario. think of Wario clone of me, <laughs> but I'm a clone of him. <laughs> that is the biggest secret. Metal Gear style. <laughs> the franchise has been a purchase by Hideo Kojima. <laughs> He's doing a he's doing a Mario game. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> uh, so look, ultimately, I don't. think There's a lot of cutscenes in those games. Yeah, so there sorry, are. that's the joke. I there. think Mario Sunshine he talks a lot, baby. Okay, right. okay, or other people talk a lot. I, I don't know. I've never actually. Pl- I own it, but I've never actually played it. Yeah, I think of Mario as a sort of famously silent protagonist because he's from that era. Yeah. So he's like Zelda, or yeah, you know. The, the, the boy, the boy, the boy's got his little green hat and he runs um, around. He's got the sword. Yeah. Or like you know, Samus from Metroid or whatever. They don't exactly. really talk a lot because they didn't. They didn't talk originally because there was no talking. And now they just it was a text just box. Become, yeah, it yeah. was just like a text box that said, "Oh no, oh no, I'm so sad. Why do we even bother anymore? <laughs> Nobody respect me, you know, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. etc." Uh, I'm up adjusting to my new medication. It'll be a rough couple of days, but then I'll be fine. <laughs> You know? I know. Yeah, yeah, that <laughs> no, yeah. That's what happens. I love depressed Mario. So, um, <laughs> or should it be depression Mario? Oh, depressio? Depressio. <laughs> Notably absent there. And look, this again, it's, it's fine. He's going to have one of his, um, one of the buttons on his overalls is undone. <laughs> yeah. And one of his shoelaces is untied. He hasn't noticed. Yeah. <laughs> or shoes wrong feet. Yeah, his shoes wrong feet will do it. <laughs> look, the, the casting again. It's, you know, if you know what they've done there is they've done the damage control already. Of yeah. we didn't give the original Mario voice actor the role of Mario, but we've given him other voices, so he's definitely doing it. And then he, and like he's sort of tacitly approving the project. Yeah, exactly. And like maybe in years to come, people are like this. Let's just say I was robbed. Yeah, this sucks. I'm so depressed. But <laughs> but in you know in the meantime, the you know that they've done the they've done the supporting it. They've done, they've done the. You know, exactly the reverse Ghostbusters, the yep. um, the you know whatever. But uh, who's Wario and the Waluigi? There's not they're not, not in on the this list. one, I guess. Uh, you, or whether we know, well, it could be that. I reckon they'll appear day. at the end. The portal yeah. will open and they'll be like, eh, we're the originals. Oh no, my secret. Okay. I'm looking forward to this though. Yeah, I really am. I think it could be really fun, and I liked. Nearly all of this cast. Yeah, right. And even the Chris Pratt thing, I think, will probably end up being fine. Yeah, well, yeah, probably. Yeah. Will he do the accent? I don't, you're right. He probably won't. Maybe, like, hints. Just like, oh, no, every now and then. Yeah, okay, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. So, you know, there you go. Huh. Bayonetta. Or maybe they'll make oh. a joke about it. Maybe they'll be like, hey, what do you, what you want me to, you know. Yeah. For sure, I'm an Italian plumber, but what do you want me to what sound you like? Hey, oh, you pee, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's a wee Mario. <laughs> So uh, other announcements that I was excited for, okay. or that people are excited for, I guess, are Bayonetta 3. People oh, yeah, so, I've yep. never played any Bayonetta, mm-hmm. so maybe I should. Kirby's getting a new 3D game in the Forgotten Land, which I'll okay. definitely be getting. And Nintendo 64 and Sega Mega Drive, or Genesis, if yeah. you're not in Australia or Europe, are coming to the Switch, online. The Nintendo on online. I can finally play, again, one of my favorite games, Lilat Wars. Yeah. More commonly referred to oh, as Star, Star Fox. Star, Star Fox 2, yeah. Okay. yeah. What a great game. And I can't believe they haven't made a new or at least announced a new Star Fox game. Right? Yet. With Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. As the voice of Star Wing or the Frog or whatever. Slippy the Frog. Yeah. Well, are you going to dip back in any of those Nintendo 64 classics, Mason? Or do you hate the way that they look I reckon I'd probably try the maybe, – I reckon I'd probably be more inclined to give the Genesis – Sure, stuff yeah. in the world because that's stuff where I'm. You can also buy a bunch of that stuff on like yeah. 
just cartridges. Hey, do a barrel roll. Are you doing a barrel roll? Oh, whatever. Roll? I don't care. I don't I'm, I'm sad. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have a look because I I think of those. Of that. It's a limited announcement of games, and also that's my favorite version of Mario Kart. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I looked at the. Oh, here's the list. Okay, the stuff that I'm excited about on the on the Genesis uh, Strider. Do you remember Strider? Yeah, Fun vaguely. Platform game. It was good. Uh, Shinobi Three is on there. Fantasy yep. Star Four. Musha, which was like a side-scrolling shooter. Don't know. It's good. It was good. Good stuff. But you can buy like a Sega Mega Drive collection. Oh yeah, I definitely like have. Again, I have games. a little handhold that has them all. I just, yeah. got, I just got to find, <laughs> remember what, what drawer I put it in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay, but here's the sixty-four. See, because again, I never got into the sixty-four era, yeah. so all of this is read them uh, out. What do we got? Mario sixty-four. Love it. Mario Kart sixty-four. Actually, no, I played a lot of it because yeah. of the three D All Stars, and then yeah, I'm yeah. like, this is a lot of this is unplayable, so I stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, Super Mario Depression Quest sixty-four. Yep. He's he's a depressed. Yep. Star Fox sixty-four. Yoshi's Story. Oh, Operator yeah, of Time. Winback Covert Operations. Never heard of it. I don't know what that is. Uh, yeah, some of these you go, what have you chosen? Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Did uh, I know that? it, but I haven't played it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Mario 64, Sin and Punishment. <gasps> Mario Tennis 64, Banjo-Kazooie, Pokemon Snap, Majora's Mask, Kirby 64, Mario Golf, Paper Mario, F-Zero X. It's interesting because like there are things missing there like... Uh, GoldenEye yeah, yeah. and Perfect Dark, Diddy Kong uh-huh. Racing, Conker's Bad Fur Day. Some of these I think also is because it's a rights thing, you know. Yep. There's some Star Wars games like the Rogue Squadron and what's that one called? The Shadow of the Empire, oh, yeah, yeah. which probably will go on because they seem to be repurposing a lot of these. Yeah, like yeah. I'm surprised Wave Race wasn't on there. But again, there's time for all of these things to appear. Pilot Wings. Where's Pilot Where's Wings? Where's Pilot Wings? Where's Pilot Wings? Pilot Wings. Anyway, uh, it's also an additional cost. So it's a new uh, subscription price, but oh, okay. we haven't announced yet. Well, I don't want to pay any more for those games. You don't I have think to. they're probably, I mean, most of those games are just like, I'll, I Later remember Busher, I'll just watch it on YouTube. There'll exactly. be a long play. There'll be a long play, which yeah, you'll skip through. I'll skip through it to the end. Of the, 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 I'll be like, there was a cool boss in that game. Oh, <laughs> not as impressive as I remember. Exactly. Well, thumbs down on the video. Big Boo. thumbs down. So there's a book coming out. Oh, or it's recently I caught from the J. Bible. Yeah, the Bible, mm-hmm. a good book, the J. W. Rinsler's book. It's uh, a producer. J. W. Rinsler, it's okay. Howard Kazan, Kazanijan. I don't understand that. What is this? What is going on? A here? producer's life. Okay, forget all that. There's a book, okay. right? And in it, yes, they spoke. Oh, okay, to... this is not a. The, we're not. We're not. We're not pitching the book here. Like, no, this is, we're not. Like this book's coming out, and every issue, very exciting, big news. This book's coming it's out. Just Somebody said something sassy or something. Exactly. In it. Okay, so. Right. Marshall Lucas. I understand Lucas. the structure of sentences and I do Correct. not lose my place. I'm doing this for the listeners. Correct. So I, I should have said Star Wars news, Mason. Yep. Yep. Great. So basically there's an interview with Marsha Lucas and if you don't know, uh, she was the woman who was married to George Lucas. Oh, hence the name. Through like the 60s and up to the early 80s maybe. And they, they divorced and went their separate ways. But she's also probably equally famous, if not more famously known for being an editor on mm. movies like Taxi Driver and the original Star Wars. Interesting. A lot of people say of which she saved that movie in the edit. Oh. She's also talked about how that, look, all the pieces were there and I didn't create the world. I just kind of refined a lot of the I elements. just live in it. I just live in it. But, That's but, why I wear these Jedi robes. Yes. But the reason why that movie 
is paced so well and works mm-hmm. so well. A lot of it is because she just cut a lot of the garbage out of it. Sure. And that's a lot of the garbage mythology. Exactly. Sure. Well, speaking of. Uh-oh. So, Did she do anything in the newer stuff? Oh, that's what we're here to talk about, uh-oh, Mason. Uh-oh, uh-oh. So she was asked about the new movies and mm. she said Kathleen Kennedy is a one. Now, when you say new, the you just new, mean the new, new trilogy, new. not the prequels. We'll get to that oh. also. She said, Kathleen Mate. Kennedy is it's a- going to be red hot. <laughs> That's right. Now, this is some Star Wars news I can get into. <laughs> just rampant speculation and- just... It's not even speculation. It's just out and out like yeah. an attack and you're going to love it. Just an attack. I love an attack. She says, Kathleen Kennedy is a wonderful woman, really smart and really bright. And now that she's running Lucasfilm making movies, it seems to me that Kath- Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams don't have a clue about Star Wars. They don't get it, and J.J. Abrams is writing these stories. When I saw that movie where they killed Han Solo, I was furious. I was furious when they killed Han Solo. Absolutely, positively, there was no rhyme or reason to do it. I thought, you don't get uh, the Jedi story. You don't get the magic of Star Wars. Uh-oh. You're getting rid of Han Solo, and then at the end of the last one, The Last Jedi, they have Luke disintegrate. They killed Han Solo, they killed Luke Skywalker, and they don't have Princess Leia anymore, and they're spitting out movies every year. They think it's important to appeal to uh, a woman's audience, so now their main characters, main character is this female who's supposed to have Jedi powers, but we don't know how she got Jedi powers or who she is. It sucks. The storylines <laughs> are terrible, just terrible, awful. You can quote me. <laughs> Whoa, big stuff. So I think this wow. echoes like a lot of people's opinions of the sure sequel does, movies. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily my own. I think there's a lot of good stuff in, in particular, The Last Jedi. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. I also like the idea of killing Han Solo, as does Harrison Ford. He loved it. As does, and they wanted to. He probably to... skipped out, like the, <laughs> that day, like after filming, he probably skipped out of there. On that broken leg. Just, yeah, just, just skipped out of there. Yeah. Did one of his famous bongs. He did a, he did a famous bong rip on set. <laughs> he skipped out of there. Yeah. So. I think though a lot of people are just like, yeah, that validates my opinions of these yeah. of these new movies and mm-hmm. George Lucas is hard done by, et cetera, and so forth. And look, I don't he think... He's hard done by with his billions of dollars. I know, right? Yeah. And I think it is, like a lot of it, it's a valid... I wish I was bloody hard done by billions of dollars. You're not bloody wrong, mate. Mm. Like I think a lot of it is, it's a valid, you know, criticism. But again, the Han Solo thing, like I disagree with. I don't mind passing on the torch. I don't care where Ray got her powers from. It's just like whatever. That's Where not Luke important. Where did Skywalker get his powers from? His father. Where did he get his powers from? It was magic. They just said he was magic. He was born and he was magic. <laughs> but speaking of the prequels, so. Where did that, that magic come from? <laughs> Where did that magic come from? Where did they come from? Yeah. So people who might be like, well, yeah, the prequels are better. Uh-huh. I don't think that's true for the most part. I do need a rewatch. We are going to cover them, I think, soon for Caravan of Garbage, it's probably terrific. closer to Obi-Wan. But she said, George is, this is about the prequels, in his heart and soul, a good guy and a talented filmmaker. I wish he would have kept directing other kinds of movies. But when I went to see episode one, I had a friend who worked at ILM who took me, took me as a guest to a preview. I remember going out to the parking lot, sitting in my car and crying. I cried. I cried because I didn't think it was very good and I thought he had <laughs> such, uh, such a rich vein to, uh, to mine, a rich palette to tell his story. He had all those characters. So there you go. So not really a fan of anything post to the original trilogy. Well, you know, that's which, the era. You know, a yeah. lot of people also. That's the year she worked on. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think a lot of people also agree that like and a Star lot of, Wars have never been as good as since then. And, you know, a lot of people who are out there going like, you know, J.J. Abrams sucks and Ryan Johnson sucks and all that. They all worked on the original Star Wars movies in the 70s. So <laughs> That's and, why their criticisms are valid. That's why their criticisms are valid. valid. So yeah. I think that's important. We've got to remember that. Mm. that when we go to... Cosmic Book News or whatever. <laughs> Gotta remember that guy worked on the Star Wars movies in the 70s. He did. 
So look, I just think it's interesting that's like somebody who has such a close relationship with those original movies and just yeah. finding out what they think of the newer stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just is what it is. And if you like or hate these movies, it ultimately doesn't change that. That's <laughs> so, true. You know? Yeah, yeah. There you go. It doesn't doesn't change what they're gonna what they're gonna make in the future. Does really. it change you as a person? Yeah. All right. Let's go, Mason. Oh, let's let's go. talk more like, Star Wars. Yeah, let's go. Is let's this, go, is mate. This, is this the episode? Is this is, what we're this is the one. Episode 404. I keep looking at it because it's a 404 document, like I've named it. Oh, I keep oh. thinking it's an error. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what have I done here? Tell me that's the bloody error doing 404 episodes. This bloody It's not bloody wrong. Right? Yeah, or 402, yeah. some people have. 402 episodes. Yeah. So anyway, did you watch Star Wars Visions this week? Sorry, what? Oh, no. I know, James. You know what's happened here? (laughs) It's worlds are colliding. They are. Vaguely defined characters are finally (laughs) colliding, James. Guess what? It's the guy who doesn't know what Star Wars is and presumably the guy who knows everything about anime. Correct. They're going to be together at last. last. Here we go. So so one of us can mainly stay totally silent through this while the other person regales us of of tales of... And and what, uh, what episodes... Like reminiscent which, of what, yes. Which anime and manga. Yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah. lot of which I've obviously picked up on without making any notes on it. Yeah, that's true. And and, and manga as well. Yes, wow. definitely. Did you always know everything about manga? Oh, no, no, no. I should point out my knowledge of manga, although excellent, is not <laughs> as good as my knowledge of anime. Okay, right, Because right. obviously a lot of anime has grounding in manga. Mm-hmm. Mag- magna. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of, I've got a lot of anime in my Mitsubishi Magna outside. <laughs> I've got, got a trunk full of anime in my magna. <laughs> So there you go. Which is a Japanese car. Yes, that's right. So, they know. do all ties in. You get it. Yeah. That's what I like about you, mate. No, just kidding. Let's do our regular personas, yeah. our regular characters, two idiots. Do you want me to do some- Who uh, know some stuff about some stuff. I would like to name some cast in this as well. Yeah. This is Big the English cast. cast. I, didn't, I went into this assuming that it was just going to be- you know, your Charles Martinets. Yeah. It turns out it's the, it's your Chris Pratt's. Yes. But not exactly. No. So we had uh, Henry Golding was in one. Yeah. Uh, Samu Liu, Alison Brie, Tamuera Morrison, David Harbour, Lucy Liu, Joseph Gordon Levitt, mm-hmm. Karen uh, Fukuhara, James Hong, Kyle Chandler, Kari. How do you say that? Kari Hiroyuki Tagawa. Thank you. Yeah. He's Shang Tsung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris is Neil in it. Neil Patrick Harris is in it. So just a really, um, again, English cast. There was yes. also a Japanese dub of this mm. because they are. What they've done, they've taken my favourite property, anime, yes. and adapted a nine Star Wars stories, mm-hmm. but they're not tied into continuity or some might be. Yes. And they, they're they to invoke the feel of both anime mm, which, and Japanese yep. cinema paired with that of Star Wars, which makes sense because a lot of original Star Wars and Star Wars in general does have ties to Japanese films like of old. Yeah. Wasn't Obi-Wan Kenobi originally going to be a sort of a Japanese? Yes, he was supposed he was to Japanese be. Japanese celebrity or he was, famous um, actor. Who was it? He was we'll, one of we'll the discover guys. it later. Yeah. But then he turned to Dan, so they're like, oh, I guess we get Alec Guinness. Yeah. If the <laughs> Japanese won't do it, we'll get to the British. <laughs> but I'm not happy about it. Wouldn't that, that I mean, I like Alec Guinness a lot. Uh, to, uh, Toshiro Mifune? Mifune, yeah, 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 okay. I wonder if the Star Wars universe as a whole would be more influenced by Japanese film. Yeah. If he were in if he were if he were oh, if he right, were yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi in that in the first movie, maybe the you know the production design they would have been like, well, we'll give it more Japanese influences because, you know, this character is Japanese and yeah. etc. I wonder if it would be more like we saw in in this. Check this out. Check out this artist's rendition of what he would have looked like as yeah, Obi-Wan. That's, cool. that's fucking sick, yeah. man. 
Uh, he's more. He's more. Uh, he looks more solid than Alec Guinness does. Definitely. Yes, that fight would have been more intense at the end of the first Star Wars original Star Wars episode one. Episode Star Wars. Episode Star Wars. New Hope Star Wars. So there you go. So that's um, that's really cool. So also there is some hidden fortress stuff in this because yeah. uh, the last episode in particular, episode nine, which is. Um, Akakiri. The Bloody Rise of Skywalker, am I right? Thank you. Do you think they did nine because there are nine Star Wars movies? Probably. I didn't think about that. I didn't yes. think about it either. I was too busy thinking out. about the anime side of yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's two comic relief characters in that which are very Hidden Fortress, oh, which right, in turn okay. are very R2-D2 because that's what they're loosely yeah. based off as well. well. We did we did get, you know, obviously this is because it's, you know, based around Star Wars, we did get a number of characters who are sort of like mm. – Oh, we we need a we need a R two D two C three PO. So like, in there's an episode where it's two twins, like yeah. they're strong in the Force. They're raised by the Empire, and they have a a dual Star Destroyer situation. Mm. So it's Alison Brie and Neil Patrick Harris, and one of them has an evil C three PO, and one of them has an evil R two D two. Yes, um, fun. They're really there's. I I feel like the the maybe the the key motivator for a lot of actors taking these roles is you. Just you get to go all out. Like you get to do a lot of screaming. Yep. You, get, you, get a, you get to live out your Star Wars You get to Wars summon fantasy. some power. You get to summon some powers. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, yeah. Did you uh, – and look, I think all in all this was a success. Yeah. I think there's a, there's so much really good stuff in here. Obviously it ebbs and flows in terms of the ones that I that I liked. Uh-huh. What are the ones that stood out for you though? Uh, I, I thought the open was very strong. The, the, the sort duel. Of, the duel, which is sort of um, based – like it's anime, but it's obviously based around sort of Japanese – Films from yeah. uh, you know I guess the fifties and sixties sort of like it has that built in it's black and white for the mo- sort of and it has it that- felt to me like the game Ghosts of Tsushima I think oh, that's yeah. what it borrowed from if yeah, anything yeah. you know <laughs> you think so yeah, do you yeah. think maybe Japanese cinema as a whole has borrowed from the game Ghosts of Tsushima it seems that way yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. No? I mean at least some kind of acknowledgement from Japanese cinema as a whole would be nice be nice right yeah. Uh, I, I thought like that was really good. I, you know, the variation on the weapon, like the umbrella lightsaber. Yeah, right. I like. I initially, I'm like, that's stupid and it sucks. Yeah. Or you know, and then I'm like, oh no, that 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 absolutely tracks. Yeah, it's cool. I like just the fact that like a lot of the hilts of a lot of these lightsabers are very kind of Japanese in nature. You uh-huh. know, yeah, they've yeah. got like the the ornate kind of handles and things like that that you would see on a katana. Yeah. And uh, there was that. There's the moment in that in that episode where he says, "Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna." Deal with this problem. Can you fix this droid by the time this pot boils? Kind yeah. of thing. And I'm like, is that is that a common thing in in Japanese films of the era? It feels like it would be. I don't sure. Know yeah. It, a lot of this stuff, I'm like, a lot of this stuff, I wonder if uh, these episodes, if uh, it's the traditional style of these animation houses, or if they went, these are going to be seen by a Western audience. I wonder if we should really sort of ramp yeah. up the like people know people know Japanese cinema for this particular look mm. and this particular style and the the motion of the action all that sort of stuff do we do we really ramp it up or is that their natural kind of style cuz a lot of this stuff like mm. uh, there's an episode uh, where a character looks very uh, like a Naruto. There's a Naruto style. Is that episode. the? Uh, let me think. Is that the? It's the one where the one with the rabbit sister. Yeah, it's the one. It's the one where they lo- sort of look through the they look through the memories of the the planet. Yeah, that oh, one. the the wedding was that the wedding the wedding one? episode. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a there's a girl on a speeder and she's got like the Naruto style helmet. Yeah, okay. I yeah. think that's that episode. Some of these were more distinct than others for me. Sure, like the Mega Man episode where they're just like oh, I thought that was more do... Astro Boy. Okay, oh, yeah, it's probably <laughs> but okay. Well, I guess I guess Mega yeah. Man is you know very probably patterned quite heavily on on mm. Astro Boy. But yeah, that that's it's interesting that I would pick that up though and you didn't. Yeah, because you know <laughs> you you were a famous anime Astro Boy. But that that episode, it's just like. 
yeah, we're doing we're doing Astro Boy, we're doing Mega yeah. Man. Here it is. Like, there's Doctor Light or Doctor whatever he is in Astro Boy. Yeah, let's just do that. I guess. Yeah, I but enjoyed that. I enjoyed it also. Yeah, uh, I wonder if they they were like, okay, well, people know Astro Boy, people know Mega Man, people know. Mm. So let's do an, an episode like that. Or do yeah. you think their their in house style traditionally is that at all? I don't exactly. Know. Yeah, I um that you know the Jewel the Lone Warrior one. Yes. Uh, to, to spoil that one, and they're about fifteen minutes each, give or take. But uh, the reveal at the end is, or the reveal early on, that he's not a Jedi. Yes. He's some kind of Sith. Mm. But then the further reveal later is that he's a guy who was probably a former Inquisitor yep. who's traveling the galaxy, killing Inquisitors, yeah. it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so either he was a Jedi. Yes. And, and, this, and, and this is just the weapon that he used now, or he was a Jedi turned Inquisitor turned Is that where all Jedi the Inquisitors again. come from in Star Wars? Yeah. My, uh. They're all former Jedis. Oh. Jedi. Oh yeah, so that was cool. Did you like the uh, the Tatooine Rhapsody one? It was a bit of a silly one. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, I did. It was very yeah. It was very uh, very uh, Star Wars meets Gorillas. The the anime. Yeah, band. totally. Yeah, I did, but I sort of had to skip through. I I wanted to go back later, but I skipped through like all the actual music stuff. I'm like, this is a bit cringy. I don't know if I can watch this. <laughs> was it a tad cringe? Mason? It was a tad cringe. But yeah. I, you know, it's good to know there's a different style of music in in Star Wars other than just simply jizz music, mm. which is the. But I, I think it would have been fun if they'd just done a really, like, just a just an absolute searing rock and roll rendition of... <laughs> there is the disco version of that, yeah, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, I quite liked the Ninth Jedi, which was where it was the Nine Jedi assembling to find their lightsabers. Yeah. And the twist on that being, because you see, like, the hologram of the guy who they're going to visit, uh-huh. who's going to give them lightsabers. Yes. And it's just a guy who looks like a villain. Yeah, yeah, It's like yeah. this Darth Vader-looking dude. Yeah, yeah. And it turns out that most of the Jedi who vi- who came to visit are actually Sith, come to destroy the last remnants of the Jedi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed that one a lot. Yeah. And, and the idea of, like, catching kyber crystals from... From space using giant harpoons <laughs> to bring them back down to yeah. earth to mine them to turn them into lightsabers. Uh-huh. I thought that was really some cool imagery. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. It's good. Good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I, th- I think people are out there being like, where, where does this sit in continuity? I don't think it has to. I, don't think it, I think some of it does. But then yeah. when you've got like the twins one yeah. where it's like two people standing on the surface of a star, of a star, star screen, screen shooting lighting and whatever yeah. and cutting into each but other. I mean, you know, Princess Leia survived in space. so Yeah, but like they're – I just don't think you just don't buy it. It's just a bit like they're all flying around in space right. for too long. And whatever. but also, I feel like one of the things that I think people maybe don't factor in as much as they should with really any kind of Star Wars stuff yeah. is the idea of you know when they converted all the books, the old canonical books, into legend stuff. Yeah, like I, I really, I like the idea of it's such a vast universe that. You hear a tale about two twins fighting on top of a star destroyer and shooting lasers at each yeah. other, and maybe it's true, but maybe it's not. Maybe it happened differently. Maybe it happened on a planet. Maybe it didn't happen at all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, it's just a, it's a story that somebody on a distant planet, like some sort of swamp planet, was telling somebody else just to to liven up the the this evening. This is a goof. You know, just before they're consumed by a big swamp creature. <laughs> exactly. You know? Just tell like I, you know, these these don't have to fit in a continuity. They don't have to. You know, the stuff doesn't stuff doesn't have to. Work that the technology doesn't have to work the same, or the no. force doesn't have to work the same as it Your does. Your sister in the movie. can be a rabbit. That's exactly. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just you know, it's it's just a series of tall tales. Yeah, and aren't they fun? You yeah, know? exactly. One of my other favorite ones mm-hmm. uh, is the Elder, which was also had my favorite kind of duel, like Star Wars lightsaber duel, which was like an efficient one. Yes, exactly. Where you yeah. see, like, it's not just wailing on each other for yeah, forty yeah. minutes. Yeah, yeah. 
you see every step that they make has like it's a, a deadly game of chess. It, yeah, exactly, and yeah. I think it's done really well. And the fact that the guy, the old guy, fights like an apprentice uh-huh. and very easily like dispatches him, and then fights a more Obi Wan Qui Gon sort yeah, of yeah. guy and loses. And afterwards, that guy's like. I shouldn't have won that. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, if anything, time beat that guy. Like, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hang on just a sec. Yeah, Claire? Um, I'm just grabbing something from the... Oh, you're good? Yeah, sorry, it shouldn't be long. Yeah, no, I... We're going to take 10 hours. We're, gonna, we're never going to leave. We're going to do this podcast for ages. Just the boys doing a podcast. <laughs> just the boys doing a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, the boys with some brews. Just having a, a good time. Yeah. But, yeah, I thought that one was... Really interesting. Yeah, I love yeah. an efficient uh, lightsaber mm. battle, and just the like the the kin, like the movement is yeah, yeah, very yeah, kinetic yeah. and realistic, and like very weighty as well. Yeah, it was. I feel like you know, reminiscent. Perhaps not this one, but reminiscent of the 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 final Obi Wan versus Darth Maul duel. Yeah, sure. Where it's just like they don't have to be the longest battles. No. Like you said, they don't have to be like you know leaping through. Uh, cityscapes and yeah. and wailing on each other and throwing big stuff at each other. Sometimes it is just a kind of samurai duel. Yeah. Like there's a standoff and then there's a stab. Yeah, exactly. And then it's over. Well, that's what also I liked about how what eventually happened to Darth Maul in Rebels, mm. that final fight. Yeah, yeah. It's not even a fight. Mm. It's, like, it's like two or three moves and then it's mm. finished. Yeah. And the fight in that... And I think you kind of see that here. The fight takes place before it takes place. Yeah. Like they, they take their footing mm-hmm. and they pose however they need to. Yeah. And that's it's already decided. They strategize in their mind yeah. palaces. Exactly. I was gonna say they strategize in their mind palaces. They 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 plan out a million moves in advance in their mind palaces. That's it. But no, I look, I honestly I don't have that much to say in general. Like I could get into each one specifically and what yeah. I liked about it, but uh-huh. I think if you don't like a particular one, it's just it's like it, they move at a clip, and you're going to be at the next one yeah, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and right. I think the best one for me, I think that is the that's the that's the uh, best thing you can say about content in the modern age. Yeah. If you don't like it, wait 15 minutes, and there'll be another, <laughs> be another thing. thing. Yeah, I, I think this is probably just it just shows how basic I am, and how easily pleased I am. I, mm. I like most of the ones I liked were, were the ones where that was a pretty good lightsaber fight. Pretty like, good, I think right? That's what it came down pretty to. Good. For me. Uh, on the whole, but if you have any final thoughts, uh, what was your favourite? My favourite, big time five. Oh, look, I like the jewel, and maybe it's they just. Maybe yeah, it's, I like the jewel. Maybe I like is, the look of the jewel yeah, as well. Maybe it's the case of just because we saw it's the first one. Yeah. Or maybe they put it first because they felt it was strongest. Yeah. Uh, or it's you know, or maybe we just liked it because it's like this look Japanese cinema. That's yeah. Pretty good. Look how good it's like. That a, one does look really great. But it, like it, it, it does. I mean, it's great, and it, you know. It, it it builds on the idea that Star Wars is you know kind of hidden fortressy yeah and it feels like Western and like it's it's got it's got it all it's got it all it's got an efficient death at the end yeah exactly it's, it's got stands. it all yeah so all in all Mason would you say it's the best Star Wars ever made yeah I would yeah undoubtedly indisputably well for me I didn't think it I paled in comparison to a lot of my favorite animes like give me an example of one anime that's better. Give you an example. Yeah, like one, one I just to pick one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've gone blank because they're all whizzing through my mind. I'll just pick like get, take, Astro take, Boy then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is that is the best anime of all time. I didn't say the best. That's oh. just one of. Wow. You know. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also like. Some would say that your refusal to take a stance is cowardly. No. Or or, or uh, maybe like an indication you don't know as much about anime. As, as 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 you say, but I disagree, and I think it's probably your intense knowledge of anime. Yeah, that that actually um, it's rendered me. Uh, yeah, it's, it's rendered you uh, uh, paralyzed. Yeah. With, by choice you of know? anime of anime. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, you could name some obscure stuff, like some really obscure stuff that – but then you're just naming stuff, aren't you? Exactly. Like, I'm just and bragging. probably people who listen to this would be like, what's he – they're just random syllables I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, at that point I'm yeah, just yeah. kind of alienating And fans. probably also like your pronunciation of the yeah. Japanese stuff would be so <laughs> accurate that I think people listening like Western ears yeah. would be like, I don't even understand what he's saying. Exactly. Because they're, oh, yeah. they might even consider it wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they, because their depth of knowledge is in the same. Yeah, so as mine. I would say, like, you've absolutely made the right call by saying Astro Boy. There. <laughs> Do you know what it's time for then? Well, it's a time for what we read. It is. What we gonna read? Let's do it. Whoa! I'm doing the theme. Westworld. Oh uh, I haven't got to Federation yet, but I will because I'm excited. No, I haven't watched Federation either. I've, uh, I've received a tweet just mere moments ago that's like, hey, you're in Federation. Why? Because there's a man with a beard. There's a man with a beard there, that's James. That's anybody. No, that's me. I'm in it. <laughs> I'm in, it's, a, it's, me, it's, it's a man. He's got a beard. Yep. He's, he's wearing some odd colors. He yep, looks yep. sad. That's me. It's not you, Mason. No, no, that's, that's me. All right, it's you. I believe you. Yeah, it's me. If you're, if you're willing to roll with me <laughs> in, in, this, in this obvious lie that I know anything about anime. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, cool. I'm happy to do this. Nice. Uh, what have you been reading? I, I... Well, I've been watching a lot of anime, but I might give that a rest this week yeah, and talk yeah, sure, about sure. something else. Okay, let's do it. Uh, I've been reading a comic. It just started. It's called Last Flight Out from Mark Guggenheim uh, and, Wa- and Eduardo Ferragato. Oh, Ferragato. Um, Ferragato. Yes. So it's when Earth is redeemed uninhabitable, humanity has chosen it's to... what? Ev- uninhabitable. Rendered. Rendered. Okay. Like they rendered it over. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah, with yeah. like, a, yeah, yeah. like a concrete mixture. I understand. Uh, humanity has chosen to evacuate to the stars, but with this just 24, hour, uh, 24 hours left until the last arc, designed to evacuate Earth's residents, uh, leaves forever, its designer, its designer's estranged daughter goes missing. So basically the guy who's been making the arcs, yeah, who's yeah. been neglecting his daughter in doing so, his daughter goes missing, he has to find her because it's the last chance to get off the planet. Whoa. So most people have already left, and every, anybody who's not leaving on the last one is like... The world's not really dying and we're staying on Earth or whatever. Yeah, right. So, but the Earth will be dead in like five years, so they're all going to be dead anyway. Yeah, so it's yeah. got a lot of like, you know, parallels to people who don't believe in science, I guess. And interesting. Yeah. Not to give any real-world examples or anything, oh, but you know what I'm talking my about. My goodness. Anyway, it's only one so far, but I very much enjoy it. Do you yeah. have another anime you want to talk about? Ah, uh, great question. You know what I read this week? I read uh, when I was a kid. I had like a, an issue of a, of a Marvel magazine called Rampaging Hulk. It was like a black and white, oh. like large format magazine. I had issue three, and I just I remember thinking about it. I must have got it at like a secondhand store or like a you know op shop or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did you find it? We like, oh, I want that. Yeah, I must have done. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, I never read the rest of it. So I went back and I and I read all these old issues from the seventies, like these old kind and of, and good. Interesting. But? Bad. No, just kidding. I think they're quite good. They're very like, I think, because it's it's sort of, it's black and white magazine format. Um, maybe if you want to bring up some and just sure. use, use your technology. Give me the there. name again. Rampaging Hulk magazine. There's a, there was a, ver- there was a I version. I put in the wrong version. There was like a version in around. the 90s, but there was like one in the 70s as well. And it was just sort of like, their stories like set in the 60s, but they have like modern oh, yeah. at the time sensibilities. They're, they're very wordy. Yeah, um, they are very wordy. I'm, Good art, though. Great art. It's like sort of. My God. I don't know, like what, like it's it's that there, there was a certain era of the seventies where it's like there was this sort of black and white pencil mag like magazine art, like heavy metal style. Yeah. Oh wow. Look it's, at some of this stuff, man. Yeah, I think it's just because you don't need to color it. Yeah, yeah. So you can add a lot of those details. But it's interesting, and there's also I think we mentioned there's a backup story. Look at that. 
Yeah, it's good. It's yeah, a lot of detail. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's I, – I took them off the internet. I don't know if they're available as a collection in any, sure. like, real sense, but they should be. It's also got, like, a backup story of one of my sort of forgotten Marvel favorites, which is a guy called Bloodstone who's, like, a – like a legendary immortal monster hunter. Mm. He's got a he's got a he's got a big open open shirt with like a gem in his chest that makes him immortal and he oh, goes very around good. goes around and fights monsters and You're stuff. You're a big fan? Yeah, big fan. I like him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know him. Right. But I like him. Okay, I like cool. him. Yeah, yeah. When is the last time he was in the thing? Oh, I don't know. He's he's he has a daughter called Elsa Bloodstone who appears every <laughs> once in a while. Does he have a first name? Ulysses. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That makes um, sense. Um but I don't know. I think he was killed off in like the early eighties or something. Oh, like okay. That. He appeared in, I think. Oh, he appeared in. There's a, there's a series called The Lost Generation, which which is set in between like the oh, original yes. Marvel stuff and the modern day Marvel stuff. You know, because the gap keeps oh, widening. Oh yeah. Okay. So, that's, so I think he's in that. Oh, that's from like two thousand. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't familiar with this at all. Yeah. Um. Is that um, a little Modoc maybe. Might be a little little oh. Modoc. Uh, so I've been reading those. That's really cool. Yeah, I love these characters. But again, like, it's like it's like that. Like when we um, when we for our um, big sandwich comic book club, yeah. when we covered Secret Wars, not yes. Secret Wars, when we covered um, the other one, Crisis on Infinite yeah. Earths. It's from the, you. You've got to you've got to <laughs> you've got to be okay with the the conventions of the era. And in 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 both of these cases, it's so much so much text, shit. so much text, and so much explaining. But the art is great. Like that pencil yeah. work, I think it's really cool. Good, good. Um, all right. Did I have I watched or done anything else? Maybe. I don't have anything. I know that. Uh, um, I don't have anything. Claire has a baby shower. Oh, she's so, right. Uh, we're going to live stream it. Yeah, yeah. So, so we're, we're going to get out of here fairly shortly. Even though yeah. my baby is well over a year old, but uh, you know these things keep getting. Oh, this isn't back. somebody else's baby. No, this is ours. Oh, yeah. Shouldn't you be there for that? <laughs> no, no. It's not for men. It's for women, mostly. Oh, okay. Men cool. go to pub. Women, <laughs> you do go to pub. No, I'm going to take my kids to the park. Um, so, yeah, that's starting in about a minute. Okay, well, we should knock this out. Let's, 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 let's get on by. Let's flip out. Let's yeah. do some letters. Let's do some letters. The classic one was letters, oh, letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a take away. We're going to hear right now, we're going to do letters. If you do want to reach the show, hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Mm. This is from... Dustin Danger Stevens, who says, hashtag Weekly Planet Pod, potential future episode topic, adaptations that are better than the source material. I recommend Under the Red Hood and iZombie. Interesting. I do like Under the Red Hood. I've never seen iZombie. The only one I can think of off the top of my head, though I'm sure there are others, is Kingsman, but not Kingsman 2. Yeah, right, yeah. Um, yeah, we could definitely do an episode on that. Yeah. Gives American a lot of, Psycho, the movie's better than the book, agreed. in my opinion. Anything else? Ah, uh, no, that's it. We've yep. covered it. So we've done the episode, so that's perfect. I'm trying to think if there's many anime which are better than the manga it's based on. Oh, my goodness. Uh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Again, there's I'm just parallels, parallels by choice. Uh, uh, Attack on Titan, perhaps? Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. I mean, it's pretty. It's a pretty common one. You probably want to. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. You're getting good at, you're getting good at the deflection, which is, which is good. Because if you'd said anything of any substance, if you'd been like, well, it's actually uh, quite different. Like, I'd be, people would be like, no, it's not already. Yes, I don't know. That's the thing. I'm not, I'm, but you're like, hmm. That's, okay, that's very good. I like that topic, though. Yeah, that's good. What have you uh, got? This is from Stephen, uh, subject line, lied to my boss. Yeah. Uh, Stephen says, I have taken a week off from work to work on my house I just bought and have subscribed to Big Sandwich and listened to all the back catalogue of Time Crapsule and we got this covered, covered. Hopefully if you've Thank read you. it. Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah, Um Hopefully uh, something, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks, uh, guys, for giving me sweet, juicy content. It's totally worth the money. Wow, thank so you so you much. That's oh. very kind of you yes. to both donate and also be like, Thanks for the stuff or whatever. Yeah. Two things. Pretty good, right? Yeah, and lying to your boss. That's yeah. really, really cool. Yeah. 
I have a uh, I have a tweet here if you don't mind, Mason. I don't mind at all. Well, then let's get into it. It's from okay, Brian great. who says, "Hey guys, my favorite movie of all time is is The Lost Boys." Uh, and I was curious to know if you guys would ever do a caravan of garbage for that movie, especially now with the news of a remake coming. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod. I did hear about the remake. I've never seen Lost Boys. Ah, uh-huh. Vampire One, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but you've seen like Oily Saxophone. I know what it is. Like I've seen the. But have you seen Oily Saxophone? I've seen Man. the, and then okay, I've right. seen the John Hamm like. Yeah, yeah, sure. Saturday Night Live <laughs> parody. Yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, I've seen a bunch of stuff um, about it. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Vampires are, you know, they're slowly trickling back into the mainstream. After we're going to get Blade soon enough. Yes. Uh, yeah. Give us, give us another Lost Boys. I completely agree. Let's do it. You could bring back um, Jack. They could Bauer. call it the Found Boys. Found Boys. Is anybody coming back? Don't know. Let's check. Kiefer Sutherland would come back. He definitely. I don't would. know. I don't know anything about him. But uh... actors already cast. Lost Boys has already happened. Uh, Lost Boys is making a comeback. Warner Brothers developing a new version. Blah blah blah. Uh, its lead is in uh, Jaden Martell from Quiet Play, something, something. Is it good, the original? I know it's like camp and people are like... Um, I mean... You know, it's got like a lot of cult. Like, Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't go back to it, but I, I know a lot of people would. Maybe I should, though. Yeah. I don't know. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's everything I've got. Have you got anything yeah, else? Yeah, this, this is from an email from uh, someone whose name I, I'm probably going to pronounce correctly, and you'll know why in a moment. Okay. The name is probably Ro- Rojlay... And, and he says, can't believe my country was in a Marvel property. What? Uh, hey, Nick and James, long-time listener and have been patiently waiting for years for a stupid reason to write to you. And there it was in episode seven of What If at exactly 2750, little Slovenia was acknowledged by the big bad Marvel Corporation when we see part of southern and central Europe. Very good. Yeah. So here I am writing to you but not coming up with something witty <laughs> or a badass story of how I fooled a person listening to your podcast and I tried. The only thing I can offer is this story of how one time I almost fell off a rock uh, while listening to you during a field day alone in a goodness forsaken forest. Who do we have there? Who's that? Is that your son? That's my son. He's oh, booing us. Don't boo us. We're doing a show. You should cheer us. You say, yay, show. This is going out to the whole world. Everybody in the world listens to this. No. Do you want to come closer? Mom's doing a baby shower. Yeah, so I have to, I have to finish up? All right. Yes. Tell mum um, I'll be there in a minute and tell her that I'm super cool. Make sure you add the second thing, Okay. Oh, you're great. <laughs> He's not going to, though. He'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, now the question is obviously. Is there oh, we go. <laughs> yes. Good work, buddy. I don't know if people heard that, but he said he will not do it. Okay. Sorry, go on. Um, well, I was going to say, um, how are we going to monetize that? I don't know. I mean, up until just then. There was no, like, catchphrase in there, yeah, was yeah. there? I mean, mum's doing a baby shower. We can't put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> mum's doing a baby shower at the Weekly Planet. It's not going to work, is it? He's let us down. But then he said, no, I will not do that. Which yeah. I think is pretty – that that works on a T-shirt. That's part no, of I will it. not do that. And then maybe like – and we're like – we're lazing around on the couch or something. Ah, you know, the characters, the, the, the little things, you know. I'm avatars big... or whatever. That's pretty right. good. Um, anyway uh, – he says, uh, you've been a constant weekly reminder of weeks <laughs> passing as I await my Monday morning commute to fire up your newest episode. Wish you the best. Uh, best regards. Then he said something in what I can only assume is Slovenian. Lep Pozdrav. Oh, very which good. Is probably Slovenian. Look, for man, best regards. I, I mean, he would know as good as any, I guess, that 
as many as well as any, I should say, that we love a local reference. Yes, we do. Yeah. When we when we're watching a thing and then they mention Australia or even get more specific, you know. But what I mean? imagine like Australia is in in that regard is pretty common because we get you know they always give us an Australian reference. Like, oh, there's there's portals opening over Sydney or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, you Ooh, know? Yeah, in Slovenia probably less unless it's like a joke. Like, oh, look at the goat herders or whatever. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. So that's uh, that's cool. That is cool. Mm. All right, uh, that's the show. Yes. We better wrap it up because I got to yeah, get inside. Yeah, okay. yeah. Let, next week, all letters. All just letters all letters. the time. Send just as many letters out, we'll as you can. Just clear out the inbox. Exactly. I don't know what next week is actually. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters, I don't know if you heard, the Australian date has yeah. been announced. Is it bad? It's January 2nd. That's a not, long way away. Not November or whatever. Oh, it's, that's a very long way away, yeah, isn't so it? There yeah. you go. Wow. Yeah. All right, well, folks, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you for subscribing. Thank you for liking it. Thank you for telling your friends about it. Thank you for leaving a five-star review on whatever platform you can do that on. Uh, it very much helps. Hell's yes. there. Uh, yeah, I actually do have a couple right here. I didn't actually open or bring them up, but I'm going to do a couple <laughs> right now if you don't mind, Mason. I should have prepared for this because we are actually already out of time and yet. Claire's got a baby shower. She's got a baby Sorry, shower. Mum's got a baby mum's shower. Mum's got a baby shower. The Weekly the Planet. Planet <laughs> And we're there in the studio. We're like, what's? We don't have time. Right? Too, That's the, the avatars are there, and they're like, we're too busy having brewskis. We, we got, got some brewskis. We got some brewskis. <laughs> the avatars are halting brewskis. Oh, right, there we go. Uh, dog just says. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's from a person who says, I want dog. It says, dog is a huge fan. I'm disappointed they have never had a dog as a special guest on the show. <laughs> that is true, actually. And Dan's written five stars. I normally never write a view, but this is just uh, this is just so good. I've been listening for years, and it's the best podcast I've ever heard. I normally listen whilst at the gym, but sometimes laugh so hard I'm afraid of dropping the weights on my head. Five stars. Nice. Thank you very much. Just do it in the app. It's very easy, folks. If you want to get in contact with us, you can go to Weekly Planet Pod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Twitter, at Bandcamp. You can find a good friend of the show, Rob Collings. He is on Twitter at, at Raw Collings at the Weekly One of the greats. Planet. He is the best. You can doing the what if episodes. That's right. One to go, two to go, two to go. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Wikipedia Brown, Instagram Nick Maso N I C K M A S E A U. James is Mister Sunday Movies. Everywhere. You can also go yep. to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group if you want to just have fun, good time chats about all kinds of nice stuff. There's also a Discord. There's also a Reddit, subreddit, and they're very, also very good. Good good times. Everybody's having a good time. So many members. Uh, folks, uh, if you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. James is putting his hand towards the stop button. i got to get this. He's <laughs> going very slowly. He's going to have to reset a couple of times. If it cuts off, it's fine. I oh, know. Uh, um, you can go to Patreon. What, even during the Patreon read, James? Yes, Mason. Oh, my God, patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. You can check in a buck if you want or any amount, any amount that you wouldn't miss. You, we put it in there. Don't do it if, you, if you're struggling at all in any uh, possible way. You can also go to bigsandwich.co. You can sign up for new, nine US dollar reduced per month and you get all sorts of bonus pon- podcasts and early videos and uh, and and uh, T-shirts at tpublic.com. Just search for the Weekly Planet. Thank you to the Brute and the Basilisk and Rackham for all the musical themes. And that's the show next week. We don't know, but we're going to do it. Grab that jam, you guys, next week. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.